0: Welcome to another episode of Live at the Freaking Family Barbecue Hosted by your boy, A-Wizzle, A-Dub, A-Wall, A-Walter Salton And...
1: Imani Shani And
0: And we are here to give you the best and the brightest, the most exclusive in black culture uh, And culture in general, world news, what's going down, all of that good stuff Good to be back. Your boy just got back from Seattle, as you know from some of these podcasts I've been given, and uh I was very jet-lagged on Sunday. Slept most of the day, but it is good to be back. Ah! What's up with you, Monty? What's new?
1: Nothing, man. Welcome back. Happy to be
0: out here. Same old same. Same old same. So um, I got a quick question for you man What's up with you and robot movies These last two days I've seen you watching replicas With Keanu Reeves And then I come home and you're watching Ex Machina
1: Yeah I don't Yeah I guess so uh, I don't know man you know I just like Fantasy type stuff You know Keeps my uh, keeps my gears turning, keeps me sharp.
0: What did? Which one did you like better?
1: Mm. Definitely not the one with Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> Ex Machina actually wasn't bad.
0: I, I heard it actually. It came out a few years ago. It actually got a lot of awards.
1: Yeah, it actually was not bad at all. Yeah, I, was I
0: heard it. Was, was surprised. Well, I'll tell you one thing. From what I'd seen a little bit of, I didn't finish either one, but the robots clearly look better in Ex Machina.
1: Them Is graphics, that how you pronounce it? Or are you just I think so it? No it's not But uh Oh yeah The, fuck? the graphics <laughs> Were way better
0: Hey fuck Them, four, them four again, Keanu Reeves Robots a bootleg as fuck And that first scene I was like Come on bro I'm
1: trying to figure out How they got him in that movie
0: Like It had to be one of his partners <laughs> It had to be one of his partners They do this movie for me bro Yo So Like I said before bro It's uh it's definitely a scene, like where his whole family f- dies, basically. Keanu Reeves, and he only has.
1: I should have definitely said spoiler alert.
0: Spoiler.
1: <laughs> Too late.
0: <laughs> but three pods and four family members died. So I asked you this question.
1: He's starting to talk like Keanu Reeves. Spit it out,
0: nigga. Spit it out. I'm not even going to make it super crazy. All right, here we go. If if the world was eradicated, my nigga, and it's just you, is you offing yourself and jumping off Mount Everest, or are you bringing three of your niggas back to help save the world as you know it?
1: Do any of us have superpowers Or are we
0: just regular Niggas just trying to figure it out man
1: Do we have superpowers or not
0: I don't think you got superpowers no. I'm
1: gonna jump off the mountain
0: (laughs) Alright so if you're in LA And you can't jump off a mountain like How you gonna do it
1: If I'm in LA
0: (laughs) Everybody gone It's just you here It's on some like Will Smith And I am legend type shit you just swimming out into the ocean and seeing see what the fuck happened.
1: I'm gonna walk through downtown. Nigga, <laughs> yeah, let be finished. I'm gonna walk through downtown, let one of the meth rats get me, and just go out how I need to go out.
0: That is a dark, brutal way to go out. What the fuck? You, you wanna die by meth rats? I feel like that's a slow death. The
1: not.
0: <laughs> wow. That's, that's fucking crazy. All right. Next question. Then. If you had three of those positive, you could bring anybody back right now, but they only stay alive for a day. So you get to spend a day with three people. Could be, you know, celebrities, politicians, anybody, but you could just get to talk to them for one day, bring them back. Who would it be?
1: Some people that have already
0: died? Yeah. So it could be, like, fucking Steve Jobs, Martin Luther King, nigga. Um, Who would you want to have a conversation with?
1: Where is this question? Can I ask you first? Cause all, right,
0: all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, so three people that I would bring back to have a conversation with or basically spend a day with. <laughs> That's fucking tough I'm not yeah, gonna lie Like
1: <laughs> Alright
0: so I think too. Yo You know what I think I'm gonna Definitely go Uh Huh I think the honorable Uh Elijah Muhammad Would be a good one Like just the way He built up Like What he did And A short amount of time That he did it in I think that'd be cool To talk to him um, I just told you this one, but, uh, uh, Steve Jobs. I think that'd be a cool one. Kill it with for a day for his brain. Um, last one. I want a cool one. I think someone like kind of like spacey would be a good kind of vibe. I'm thinking like Bob Marley for some reason.
1: That would be enlightening.
0: I'm thinking like, yeah, like a good Bob Marley. So let's spend one day with Elijah, one day with Steve Jobs, another day with Bob Marley.
1: Damn.
0: I think that'd be pretty cool. I was trying to think of a lady. I couldn't really think of one off the top of my head, though. It'll probably come back to me. I always wanted to meet Ruby D though. I don't know if you remember Ruby D. She was an actress. She was like in the Spike Lee movies, super early and stuff. Ruby D. Dees- I
1: seen her. I don't remember
0: her name. Yeah, Ruby D seemed like she'd be a cool one to talk to. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know Harry Tubman or some shit like that. He
1: <laughs> just saying stuff me like let me think of an inspirational woman
0: to say something uh, nah Ruby D is one for real though like Ruby D if I had if I had a fourth pot I probably i put Ruby D in there mm. but I, feel, I mean that's a whole bunch of good ones though but those well, those three I gave those would be my top three I got your three for you I think you would go alright tell me if I'm wrong you're gonna go Aaliyah hey I was
1: thinking about that okay good job
0: Aaliyah uh, Jesus Christ
1: Uh, yep good job okay
0: Uh, who almost died exactly selena i mean sure princess diana
1: maybe mom and grandma liked her they did i loved
0: all right so who would you pick then i got two of them right
1: um okay jesus Aaliyah and I'd probably say I don't wanna play this anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you gonna let me pick all the joints, bro? What the fuck? Alright, well deal with
1: your dark games.
0: <laughs> if it comes back to you, holla at me. Alright, so you know in this world we like to balance things, do a lot of multiple different things. And one thing I've noticed is that with athletes, athletes love to be around rappers, rappers love to be around athletes. And in some instances, you get ones who do the other. So you have a rapper that's an athlete, or you might have a athlete that's pretty good at rapping. So we got two good ones in the NBA of past. It was Shaq. He did stuff back in the day. Shaq used to rap? Shaq did used to rap. Um, Oh. Shaq used to rap. And then you got the one of today, which is Dame Dollar.
1: He currently raps?
0: Dame. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Damian Lillard. Oh,
1: okay. Got it.
0: So, uh, basically, Shaq and Dame have gotten to a little kerfuffle. (laughs) Why? So, I guess Dame was asked on a uh, podcast Uh, If he was a better uh, Rapper than Shaq And he Mm -hmm. said yeah Like I think I'm You know I think I'm the best one Like I think I'm the best Basically uh, Athlete rapper Mm -hmm. So Shaq got upset And You know Guess did a little diss record And of course I listen to both of them You listen to both of them too Right Mm -hmm. Yeah I think uh, I think I mean it wasn't serious But it was It was kind of funny Like Shaq came on there With like a damn puppet Or something
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
0: then did his thing. So I couldn't even really take it all the way serious. It just seemed like something kind of fun. And then Dame came with his, and honestly, I kind of like both of them. Like I kind of like both of them. You know, Shaq was a, you know, his OG flavor. I mean, if I had to pick one, I, I'd say Dame's was probably better. <laughs> but, you know, it was like, you know, my man Shaq came on there, you know, did what he did. You know, and Shaq just a funny guy, man. I mm. thought it was interesting. But, damn, I mean, they both was doing some low blows, though. I mean, that nigga said he'll never be Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> he said he, he about a billion. What the fuck is a dollar? <laughs> uh, you know, Shaq did say some shit. So, it's like, all right, you playing, my nigga. But, you know. It's, it's always a little, It's a little truth in everything that you be saying, like you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. So and then damn, Only thing I wish Dan would have touched on: this nigga Shaq was shitty at free throws. He didn't have one bar in there about Shaq being like one Tragic. of the worst Raiders. free throw shooters of all time. <laughs> but he talked about him and Kobe. Said Kobe dragged him to a ring. Said they didn't need him in Cleveland with LeBron. Said Flash got him a ring. Do So It was good. I, I mean, I, I thought it was cool, man. I thought it was cool. But yeah, I'm a, You know, I rock with my boy Dame he from the Bay. He did his thing. You know, he's the young gun right now, rapping. So, you know, shout out to Dame. Okay. What, what did you think when you heard him?
1: I mean, I'm gonna be completely honest. I probably only made it through about 20 seconds of Shaq. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. He just, just seemed slow to me, and I couldn't really keep keep up with it uh dames i got through maybe like 30 seconds of his but from that i would say i prefer dames uh i uh yeah like i appreciate his let me
0: ask you was it that you just didn't like like him or was it like that you felt like these niggas couldn't rap or was it that you couldn't take it serious like why why was it 20 seconds one 30 seconds the other
1: Okay, Shax was 20 seconds because I don't know, he just reminds me of like a, a something slow. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> I don't
1: know, like he just look like, like
0: a sloth or something. Well?
1: Yeah, like a sloth ogre. Trick Sloppy yeah. Trick. Yeah, and I just couldn't <laughs> get with his voice and the tempo, whatever. I just couldn't get with it. Dames, I liked his voice and his rap better. I just didn't really care. But. You do
0: have to care about a beef to really kind of listen to it. That is true. Yeah,
1: yeah, that yeah. So I didn't really care. But I, I would say that I would have finished Dames before I finished, before finished
0: it. that. And that is, that is true. That's a good point. Like, you definitely do gotta care Like, And I think that's why, like, I mean, even not comparing them, but like the Pox and Biggie's and Nas and Jay-Z's and even like Drake and Meek Mill to some extent, like one, you just kind of knew they could rap. And then two, it was like, I feel like it was more interesting. It was like more of a storyline to mm-hmm. it. Whereas this shit just kind of was, it's not really behind it. So it wasn't really, or even like, who who was it? I think our first podcast ever was about damn, uh, soldier Boy and Chris Brown.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I do remember that.
0: You know it's just an interesting joint like if they would have did something i probably would have listened to it just to see like what happened yeah but you think you hard because you hit rihanna nigga <laughs> you hit rihanna nigga <laughs> that joke was still hilarious but anyway shout out to dame and uh Shaq. yeah my dogs shout out to them um <clears throat> i want you to dive into this one honestly i, I looked it up too yesterday so, damn, not Dame Dash. Uh, Stacy Dash has actually been married four times.
1: Oh, I didn't know
0: that. None of the marriages lasted longer than two years. hmm And she just got married to this guy, the one she just got into the thing with mm-hmm. in 2018. So, last year, she got married to him. 2019, they fighting. So, I don't know if they can get divorced. They They fighting. <laughs> they fighting. But uh, why don't you break this little story down for us, bro?
1: Is he colored?
0: Absolutely
1: not. Oh, okay. I, I, didn't, I wasn't sure. And
0: that's probably why she said his kids were...
1: <laughs> what did she say? Mongrels? I don't know. She said <laughs> she, something left.
0: I was like, yeah, she's dealing with white children for sure.
1: It was hilarious. She was like, like yeah, they're, they're just so rude. Unruly. <laughs> unruly. Big <laughs> kids,
0: kids. are so unruly. Stacey Dashman kicking it around the whites, bro. A nigga parent would never call their child unruly. He'd be like, ungrateful bastard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so, from what I gathered, there was a scuffle between... Uh, Stacy, her husband, and her stepchildren. And I guess, I don't know, the husband was getting Stacy off of one of his kids or something. So he had like grabbed her, whatever, grabbed her and pushed her, whatever. Yeah. Which resulted in um, Stacy calling the police. And actually, um, whatever, I guess they came and she was arrested. I don't think the husband was arrested, if I'm wrong. Um, And, you know, I don't really know the full story. Like, I can't really say who's right or who's wrong. I do think Stacy has a couple loose screws, you feel me? For sure. But, um, But I can't say that, you know, oh yeah, she was completely wrong in this in this scuffle, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, I was thinking, because I guess I read, too, that the kids um, had, her stepkids had, like, you know, said that, you know, their dad was right, and, you know, all this, had happened, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, you know, like, I mean, I don't know, I would lie for my parent. <laughs> like, for sure. you know what I mean? So it's just like, <laughs> I don't, I don't really know, like, <laughs> she could absolutely be wrong or them little niggas could have just been lying for their dad like you think they
0: called know. her a nigger
1: mmm wow <laughs> 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 they're white they might have
0: <laughs> black bitch hey, something hey the whole, yeah. the whole time yeah. I was listening to them in the background I was listening cause they got a radio recording of it too for anybody listening so you can hear her 911 call I was listening in the back. I was like let me see if they call her a black bastard
1: yeah, I mean, uh, I I can see that happening because because white kids be are unruly with their own parents,
0: right? It's like fucking whore.
1: Yeah, so you <laughs> could imagine them with like the step parent and step. I feel like step parents already go through a bunch of <laughs> crap. So.
0: Right, I feel like dad was acting like a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, on some real yeah. shit though. Like I felt the same. Like, like listening to yeah. like, granted. She's a fucking actress. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I had to put that into account, too. I was like, uh, this shit does sound pretty believable. Like, I I, I felt like when I was to her, I was like, damn, maybe she is going through some shit. She sounded
1: like she was in distress. Yeah.
0: Then I had to listen to her, and I was like, uh... I was like, well, I mean, she is an actress, I don't know. She could be lying. But then the other part of me was like, "Uh, if somebody attacks somebody, I don't know if they'd be fucking yelling in the background, like, knowing good and well that somebody getting ready to call the police like mm. I don't know it's a bunch of things to but I do think like you said it's definitely some shit that's going on with Stacy like whenever you can have four marriages bro and like none of them joints is going longer than like two years without some like shit like this happening <laughs> you are kind of the common denominator yeah. you know what I'm saying so I don't know but uh you know a lot of people jumping on her hair cause you know she's been uh she said some, you know, crazy shit in the past that niggas ain't really fucking with. So, yeah, that's it. So, you know, you just kind of got to eat this one, Stacy. And I don't know what this is about her not having no damn money.
1: I mean, again, that's one of the things that we don't know. I feel like we hear about, like, people that supposed to have a lot of money all the time, like going bankrupt. They broke this and that, that and this. So. I don't know. It could very well be true. We don't know. But they did say that they were going to look into it and see if she's actually broke.
0: Because, like, what work has Stacey done for real? Like, I I always know her for, like, Clueless, of course, Kanye's all falls down video. (laughs) But I'm, like, trying to fill in the gaps low-key. I'm, like, isn't it, like someone gotta still be playing Clueless like she gotta still be getting checks from that like yeah. Clueless was a it was a good show it, yeah. ran, it ran a long time she gotta still be getting money from that
1: yeah
0: I don't know how much money but right it is a difference cause I, I remember I don't know if we said it on here before but the dude from uh, the dude from Ghostbusters the black guy said it's a difference between uh, rich and famous and popular and broke because mm-hmm. he has said he did like the first two Ghostbuster movies and I think he did something else and like everybody's was running around like he was in a movie like people thought he was like rich rich and he was like bro like he got paid but he didn't really get like big money off of those you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. especially I think all of those movies was like in the 80s or something like that mm-hmm. and he wasn't like the main right. you know actor so same as Stacy Dash Stacy Dash wasn't the main person in Clueless so right. um, it's just interesting man mm-hmm. it's just a trip like you said it's like you really gotta I don't know you gotta capitalize when you hot, bro, mm-hmm. and invest your money like a, like the right way, cause that shit.
1: Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it could. Yeah, man. Cause I feel like I don't know. You hear about celebrities, you know, going broke and all this, like a lot, like more often than not. And a lot of these celebrities be depressed and like low key miserable. So it's just mm-hmm. like you really gotta, yeah.
0: Yeah, and even uh, uh cause I remember like even a few. Like, when Kanye was going on all them rants on the radio stations, like, he was, like... Someone had said he was, like, 60 million in debt or something like that before, like, the Adidas joint really, like, kind of popped off. Mm. So, it's like... Yeah, bro. Investing that money the right way is important. Get you them houses and them properties, bro. Yeah, man. So, anyway, well, we'll pray for Stacey Dash, man. Hopefully, everything goes alright with that. Uh, (laughs) So... This was an interesting story for real. Uh, Amber Geiger. So this was some uh, a lot of people interested in had question marks about this. But it was a she was a Dallas cop who last year she um, she ended up going into the wrong apartment Mm -hmm. uh, at her complex Mm -hmm. and killed the guy in there who actually was also think he was also a cop i know she knew him she definitely knew him and uh, she knew him yeah oh i didn't know that yeah like she knew him so they had known each other before even if it was just like on some they just neighbors i know she like knew him
1: mm-hmm. right you
0: know what i'm saying and i uh, went in there uh shot and killed him and then she was trying to say i guess that she had went into the wrong house yada 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 Cat. all cap so anyway they had the damn uh The trial and shit like last week or so and then they found her guilty today and then we still gotta wait I think a couple days to see how they gonna sentence her
1: Mm
0: -hmm. but um I don't know what the fuck be wrong with people man like it's just really a trip for me like you know what's really a trip for me it's a trip for me that like people actually thought like the justice system so fucked up niggas was like man she might get off of this
1: yeah,
0: you know what I'm saying, like you know, and I, I'm glad they did find her guilty. I mean, again, we got to still see like what they give her as far as the time, but like to sit there and be like, I walked into a house, thought it was mine, and I killed dude. Yeah, and think like that's gonna fly for whatever reason, and then they actually just came to find out that her and her boyfriend was doing like they had like some racist text messages oh really talking about black people and her husband or her boyfriend i think he's a cop as well Mm -hmm. had actually shot and killed an unarmed black person too yeah so yeah the plot thickens
1: so
0: it's just uh it's just real crazy man you gotta Double bolt your lock. Like, I don't know. You just got to watch people, bro. It's just sick. But I'm just, I'm glad they did find her guilty because a lot of people was kind of skeptical, even though it was a black judge. I, I guess some people were saying they had heard some stuff about her too, that she was shady, but they ended up, uh, you know, Justice. finding her guilty.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that does make me happy. That was a very sad story. And I think too, with how many people do get off, it's just like people are like pushing it to like see what they'll get away with and stuff. And I think this was good. This is a good step in the right direction.
0: Specifically the whites.
1: Yeah, specifically the
0: whites.
1: (laughs) But, um, yeah, I mean, prayers for his family, man. Can't bring him back, but.
0: Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. Mm -hmm. It's fucking crazy. So, anyway, rest in peace to that man. And hopefully she gets the time she deserves. This, uh. Uh, how do you feel about the death penalty, bro? Is you a death penalty person or is you like, nah, just lock their ass up forever?
1: I mean. Death is so final, bro. And I think that like. I think locking somebody up for forever is like worse than death to me. I don't know. What do you think?
0: To have to live with your shit for hell of years and know you're going to die in there like yeah that's probably worse
1: that's worse right yeah I would say I understand why they had the death penalty and all that crap but I definitely think having to stay in jail for the rest of your life is worse and like yeah man you ain't got a lot of people ain't got no protection in there and depending on what you've done you will get dealt
0: with the bad part
1: by your roommates
0: Yo, so, well, that's that. All right, Mani, it's time for you to do your drop about your
1: YouTube. Hey, man, say, man, go check in on my YouTube channel. You feel Me. new uploads weekly. You can find me on YouTube under my first name, Imani Shani. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Got a couple treats for you for the month of October. Nigga.
0: Yeah, and make sure you go and pick up a copy of that Goddamn My Historically Black Purpose, the book, doing very well. We're still trying to get to a million copies sold, independent, you feel me? If you know any schools that could use it, teachers, counselors, congressmen, athletes, whoever, man, go pick up the book. Check it out. It's everywhere right now. My Historically Black Purpose, and uh, you trade it on the website too, My Historically Black Purpose. Dot com And if you tried that shit The last couple of days And it didn't work It's Cause they had the wrong card On file man So uh You know I'm gonna get that paid today though So y'all can go back on my show. You
1: website. out here running ghetto business <laughs> I'm
0: gonna have that up today though man They sent me an email today Like yo the card Not working I'm like Oh shit I forgot they cancelled that card My bad So No uh No ghetto business oh, Starting tonight gosh. By the time you hear this The website will be back up my niggas. Anyway, oh my <laughs> but uh, so another interesting thing, and this is just a real brief kicked out the queue. You know, I need folks to stop being a slave to brands. What I mean by this is, don't let a lack of something get you out of character. All right, I love. Motherfucking McDonald's mm-hmm. Shakes ice cream Sundays. But I know for a fact if I go to McDonald's after 9 p.m., they fucking machine gun be broke. Yes. No matter what state you in, them shits is broke after 9 p.m. It's just how it happens. Mm. If I go to Fat Burger in South Central, I know it's a good chance I could pull up and these niggas will say we out of beef. Ain't no burgers That's Ghetto business
1: Ghetto business Ghetto
0: business It happens It's a part of it Alright Now For kicked out the queue We gotta give it To my good folks In London Who love to drink their Costa coffee Costa coffee Is basically The Starbucks of out there uh, And they were offering free coffee at their new drink stations around London and basically niggas turned on the fight music after it wasn't working they started riding and kicking each other's asses over free coffee (laughs) now this wasn't money that you paid for and it took your money this was just something that you thought you was going to get for free and it didn't happen I understand you being upset I don't understand you slapping a nigga in front of you in line because the machine is broke.
1: Mm.
0: So to the good people of London, we got to give you kicked out the queue. It's a slight one, we know, but someone could have got seriously hurt. So we're going to give it to y'all.
1: Kicked out the queue.
0: And now I have to direct it to you, money. Is it anything that you get done in life that if it just didn't happen, you think about rioting? Mm. pulling up to get your chipotle burrito bowl and they said oh man we out are you supposed to get your hair done she said no nah, i can't do it today nails
1: no i can't do it today
0: is there anything that would make you slap a nigga over you not getting your product
1: Thing I'd probably say is like you just mentioned maybe like a flaked hair appointment but even with that you gotta be prepared you know it's not like we get our hair done by robots and machines niggas be having sick days niggas be having off days and everything in between so with that being said you gotta be prepared for everything you know you're not available 365 days a year so you know you gotta, you gotta understand that everybody else might not be so, nah, man, I don't think that there's much that would get me bent out of shape like
0: that, man. I figure, like there really nothing really that could take me to that point either. Nah, don't let,
1: pe- don't let nothing have that much power. Even though
0: I was mad as shit, this nigga pushed my haircut appointment back about three heads, nigga, when I went there that last time. <laughs> I was mad as fuck, not even up front.
1: That's different. You know,
0: like, we got to talk about them too. Barber courtesy. I don't know how many people in here are barbers and even people who just go to get their haircuts but I expect to be in my chair no later than maybe I'll give you a 30 even 45 minute grace period basically one hit I'll let you get behind one especially if it's early I usually go pretty early to get my haircut you know what I'm saying now if I could roll in there set an appointment on your app for about 11 a.m. You open up at about 9, 9 30. I shouldn't come in there and you still got three heads to go at 11 o'clock, bro. And just ain't no communication. It's gonna tell me, be patient. No, 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 nigga. I got stuff to do. And on a Saturday? You gotta take up three extra hours on my Saturday.
1: You better speak on it, Mir.
0: Because you decided to not be organized with your appointments. That's the type of shit. And I like, dude, but I'm like, man, I got I to gotta give you a little rest for a second, bro. Like, I, you got to you gotta feel that. And maybe you might not feel it. I hope you get all the business in the world, but I got to step off you for a minute because that shit was just unprofessional, bro.
1: So you saying you that?
0: I mean, he not my main barber anyway, but I'm just saying. If I need something done, it's emergency. Like I gotta go to him; he good.
1: Okay. Like you but I
0: need a new emergency barber now. This is some bullshit.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I gotta see if Jules in town now. My nigga Jules be she cutting Kanye hair now.
1: You know I've heard nothing but good things about this Jules character.
0: Jules saved my hair, man. I thought I was gonna have to go down to the waves. Dang. She saved it So speaking of Kanye Matter of fact We might as well jump into that one So Kanye said L.A. Nigga And this is You know You know You're getting into Acting And you know Obviously modeling Yes You know You're in the industry Yes So Kanye basically said L.A. is ran by Satan Mm. Kids need to get off the ground What you think about that?
1: There's a lot of devils in the industry, in the entertainment industry, and it's because I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people have a lot of power in the entertainment industry. You know what I mean? Like, you honestly don't even have to have a lot of talent these days. You have to just know the right people, or do the right things, and you get things that people have trained their whole life for. You get it like that mm. because you know. You had that connection or you knew what to do or you knew who to talk to. Whatever. So, um... I definitely do agree with that, in a sense. Um... Yeah, I think... I think social media...
0: Talk that talk, money. Talk that talk.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. I think social media in general is... Um... Is... Negative, even though a lot of people eat off of that, it pays a lot of people's bills. Um, My bills are paid by social media at this point. So you know what I mean? Like it is Mm. a means of income, but I think that people don't, people don't have enough discipline for social media.
0: Mm. Like in their personal life?
1: Yeah. All
0: right. Speak on that a little bit. You said, uh, they don't have enough discipline. You mean in like just being um, confident in themselves or like?
1: I mean, I think, well, from a business standpoint, like when I think about if somebody asks me to post something and they'll pay me for it, you know what I mean? Like I have an app that tells me when to post things to get that'll you know better times where I'll have like the most engagement right, right. so I know I can post something let's say at 5 o'clock and get all the likes and all the comments and ah 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 but I feel like the problem is like you know people go on social media let's say they do their thing they post their stuff but then they get stuck on social media they get stuck looking at things they get stuck like surfing and searching and doing all that type of stuff so I just feel like for me, I just try to do my business, give myself, like, a little period of time where I can just explore and surf and da-da-da, and then I cut it off. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't have that cut-it-off time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think it's because you can get kind of sucked up into, like, what everybody else is doing? Like, almost, like, keeping up with the Joneses or, like, I feel like I'm not doing... As good as I can be because I see these people on Instagram doing it like this.
1: Yeah, and I think that's where it becomes unhealthy because, like, clout don't equal money and clout don't equal success. You know what I mean? Like, I know people with hundreds of thousands of followers, as do you, and they're broke. You know what I mean? So I just think... That's true. But to someone who doesn't know that, they look at that and it's like, wow, they have everything in the world. Like, their life is perfect. Like, you know what I mean? So I just think that... It's a facade, but it like those people aren't going to stop, you know, doing their posts or they're not going to stop faking it until they make it because that's probably how they're eating. Right. So it's just like a it's like a revolving like Ferris wheel, like it right. just, something that will keep on going. So that's why I feel like it comes down to you being disciplined. They're not going to stop posting. So it's on you to stop looking at it. You know uh, what I mean? A lot of yeah. people don't have that.
0: Yeah, Nafi, no, you're absolutely right. I think the other way I look at it too is almost like the. Uh, I think uh, even when him talking about LA and the industry, because you kind of talk about the Graham stuff, is mm-hmm. like them trying to change who you are.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? To fit something that's like all the way outside of you. And really almost even to the point where it's like your morals and your values is like might always be questioned like so yeah. for Dave Chappelle it was like you know uh when he had always talked about they tried to make him put on a dress like and they was really like pressing him out about it like no put on the dress you da, 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 da. just like yo like I don't want to do that like why are you trying to make me do this kind of stuff mm-hmm. you know or even when I look at Terrence Howard and like how he said he's about to uh step away from you I know yeah step know. away from acting because of you know just kind of the climate you know in LA like I don't know and it's just like even being out here like you can kind of see it I know you see it too because you out there with people but it's like I don't know bro this should be just hella fake sometimes like you know what I'm saying and like I could definitely see like even outside of the gram like if you stepping out here into like the real world into a lot of these settings like like you said, like you can be a, get around these people like that will try and make you feel small, like when in actuality, like you know they ain't really doing shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. just real, real interesting, man. Just on both those levels. So I, I, that's what I think it is. I think they do try and control you in terms of like, uh, like I said, like you trying to fit or certain certain molds. Yeah, that's not in your comfort zone whereas that should just be someone it's like okay he's not comfortable with that then let's leave it alone you know what i'm saying like of course there's nothing wrong with asking somebody like if you think it's a good idea but when you start pressing people out about that like then it starts to become something different yeah and then just the whole fake it till you make it thing. that's why i think it's a lot more people that don't i don't know what it is about i don't know like you just hear it here more than anywhere else like even people in like new york don't be like you know it's like crazy out here like it's always like la they'd be like man this shit like the devil you know and i think that's why sometimes a lot of people they do their work here but like don't necessarily live here and shit like after they get on you know what i'm saying yeah
1: true. so
0: it's just kind of interesting i think it just all comes down to you just keeping real ones around you like i think like a lot of people also just get into this thing where they just start allowing all of these people that's from you know like you feel like once you're around money you like got to be around all these people i guess with money or in certain high positions and things like that when i think it's more so just about genuine people
1: yeah I you know agree. what i'm
0: saying no matter where they are and um i kind of started seeing that out here too like, like i was it's just like mad people like that's you know what money are that but they be kicking it with like regular people like mm-hmm. type thing you'd be like dang i wonder if they grew up with them and shit like that but i don't know i don't know how it happens but you know i think a lot of times i think it just comes down to you just keeping you know you got to have your solid group of individuals you know what i'm saying true that's always going to keep you in line they're never going to be yes men they always going to tell you how it is and then of course you always you know want to make your circle bigger but i think it is important to just have that support system around you all the time that's just always going to be honest with you. Like, I always know Imani got to keep it real with me. You know.
1: No matter if
0: I'm worth a trillion dollars or one dollar.
1: I'm going to tell it like it is, man.
0: Yeah, so I think that's what he was getting at. And I, you know, I, I agree with him, man.
1: You I know. agree, too. For sure,
0: for sure. So, we got good news. Uh, the NCAA, a lot of you know, is a uh, quadrillion dollar organization so these kids go from high school to the pros oh i'm sorry they go from high school to the ncaa yeah college and play sports if you're in basketball it's usually for a year um then you can go to the league or you can go overseas and play uh for football players you have to play three years before you can go pro Hmm. and then uh, i'm not sure about all the other ones in between But I know those are most of the ones that people usually talk about because those are the ones where the athletes are like the most visible and get the most kind of praise and bring in the most money for college. So um, Gavin Newsom and Gavin Newsom also, you know, he, you know, gave me a certificate of recognition in high school. I don't know if y'all knew that, but (laughs) the Gavin Newsom, yeah, he did gave me that in high school just a slight flex you like him. yeah he signed a bill basically for california athletes to start being able to get paid uh in college and i think it won't go into effect completely until like uh 2023 something like that so like you know it'll take years for you to get everything set up but um yeah so but it's a good thing like kids will start being able to get paid so whether that's in the form of like endorsement deals uh via drinks or uh, commercials or uh, sneaker deals like it's you know it's a whole list of things that can uh, happen but apparently the NCAA is um, a little upset about this because they feel like it's amateur sports but uh, it's not amateur sports if you guys are bringing in trillions of dollars. Universities are bringing in billions. Right. And then you're paying coaches like they're professionals. Like some of the college coaches get paid $5, $10 million a year. Don't you know you. what I'm saying? So you're getting like real, real professional money. So it can't be that everything else is professional, but then the athletes are... Um, amateur. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think that's that's a really good thing and hopefully they can call it away because I think, you know, all of them should, you know, be able to get the little something. And then, uh, of course, the bigger athletes should, of course, I mean, they'll just naturally have more access because they're a bigger draw. So, you know, that, that factors in. I agree. So, um, but the other interesting I was reading about it is, basically, the states are kind of like governed and I just learned this stay reading that article. The states you in, like the colleges are governed different state to state. So like the California colleges, uh, they're going to be able to start getting paid because they signed off on the bill. Now it's other ones that got to sign. Like you can't do that in Florida or Texas, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're worried because it'll be a big recruiting thing. Because now if I'm sitting down with Imani and I want her to come play volleyball and she has a scholarship from St. John's in New York. University in Texas or UCLA, of course, if I'm the UCLA coach, I'm gonna be like, Well, if you play for us, you can get paid. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're saying it gives them uh, a head up on recruiting, but the way to combat that is just to let all of the athletes get paid. Like, mm-hmm. so everybody should be doing it. But what I realized is um, they're saying that since each one is governed different, if the NCAA decides to play hardball, Um, Basically, a state like California has so many big colleges Mm -hmm. from Stanford to Cal Berkeley, UCLA, USC, San Diego State, San Jose State, you know, like big schools. They can actually, if the NCAA plays hardball and said, no, we're not going to let California schools do it. California can basically become its own league. So, all the colleges in California can literally form. So, instead of having a PAC 12 where it's just like some of the schools, Mm -hmm. all the California schools can now compete against each other Mm. and get paid. So, they'll have their own separate league. And that shit was kind of crazy. Like, when I heard about it, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, damn. Damn. So, um, it's gonna be interesting to see. So, they got like four years to figure it out. But I'm gonna be very interested to see how it kind of pans out and see how much the NCAA really don't want athletes to get paid. Like, Mm -hmm. because I think that's gonna be very telling. Like, why you don't want them to get paid so bad, bro? Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying?
1: It's It's not like
0: it's gonna be like, you know, like they're gonna be getting like 10, 20, 30 million dollar contracts, I guess, you know, from the schools. But like, yeah, I mean, they shouldn't have to worry about eating. Uh, you know it's taking care of like basic stuff and if you know fucking Nike wants to pay them to wear their shoes then they should be able to get that
1: Yeah,
0: you know what I'm saying so I think that's, that's basically what we're talking about so I, I'm excited to see how it turns out but shout out to LeBron for really being at the forefront of that too because I think the governor actually signed the document on his show so that was cool so LeBron is doing some cool things Shout out to LeBron, off the court. Off the court for the show. Good guy. And LeBron, make sure, yo, man, you hit me back about my book, man. You know what I mean? My
1: brother
0: back, bro. We love you, Bron. Yeah, we
1: love you, Bron.
0: So, anyway, great talking to y'all. Hope y'all learned a little something today. Got up on some stuff. Talk about it with people at work. Um, Like I always say, peace, love, light, and tranquility to all you smooth criminals and dope individuals. Uh I'm a little hungry. I'm finna go grab me something to eat, do some reading, hit some push ups, you know. Just really, you know, health is wealth, baby. Know
1: health what I mean? is wealth, baby.
0: So, uh, yeah man, have a great rest of your week. Thank you to the great wonderfully money. Gonna start having her around a lot more.
1: Hey, she, thanks she man. Pulled
0: up to LA and uh yeah, that's pretty much it, man. I love y'all. And I will let Imani uh, close it out. The right. <laughs>
1: what? My bad. Um hey man, you know, I always try to try to leave y'all with gems. And today I will say. <laughs> take a bite out of the apple but don't let the snake bite you in the ass Hakuna matata, niggas peace